Oh, get that out beforehand, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let's get this ball fucking rolling. Let's here. go, boys. Let's and go. Girls, lads and lasses. How cats. do you do? How do you do? We are here for episode 18 yeah, it was good. of the <laughs> Empty Space Podcast. Yeah, 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 right. Oh my God, they're so good. And let me tell you, folks, we got a big one here. A big it's, one. It's a big one for sure. So this big is one for sure. Stevie's boy, right this here. This is my guy. Would Introduce you... him, my dude. Introduce all right, him. All right, all right. Calm down, everybody. Oh my God, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Um, Who is that? So, guys, this episode is gonna be sick. Um, we got one of if not the best drummers i've ever heard in my life one of the most creative up and coming probably gonna blow up they're already blowing up metalcore scene bands we got sam o'feely the drummer of saving vice Fuck the creator yeah. of break loose clothing hell yeah one of my good friend since i was a kid out here in my hometown so we're gonna bring him on and we're going to shoot the shit about a lot of stuff. Yep. 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 This is going to be a good one. This is, man. A little, little out of our realm. Uh, we're usually mostly all, well, basically all pop punk on this podcast. Um, and this is like, you know, what would you call them? Like, I just call them metal, but they're metal core, correct? Metal core, yeah. That's what it says in their description. That's what I would call it, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. They scream. Right. They do regular singing. They, oh, yeah, dude, they they're awesome. The place. It's The breakdowns are crazy. The drumming's insane. The vocalist is, like, out of this world. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of them. I just, found, I just started listening to them when you told me he was coming on, so... Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, they're fucking yeah. dope. Yeah, this is my boy. I'm so fucking... Hell we've yeah. been trying to do this for about two months. We were supposed to do this episode right before I got COVID. Actually, yep. the day I got COVID. Yeah. So we were going to yep. do it live in person, but with everything going on in times, it's just a little bit crazy right now. And uh, we'll do it eventually, maybe when they drop something else or just in the future. But uh, oh, yeah. it's going to be a fun one. I'm ready to get into it, man. Same, man. Let's All do right. it. Let's fucking bring this guy on. Yeah. Samuel. Samuel. Oh my god. Oh, what up, dude? What up? <laughs> What's going on? Sammy boy. What's up, Steve? How you been, man? Good, my bro. He's rocking the break loose tee. I love it. That's right, my guy. <laughs> I gotta show support, dude. I'm doing Check good, man. Yo. Oh, there that we go. That shit's fire, dude. That shit's fire. Yeah, bro, man. you're looking like a fucking rock star if I've ever seen one. I don't know, man. I've just been letting the hair grow. Um, you know, my girlfriend shaves the sides when needed. Um, you know, since COVID, I don't think of. Uh, I got one haircut from Courtney Tower. I don't know if you remember her. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, she's a pro, she's a pro at cutting. Um, shout out to Courtney yeah. Tower. <laughs> yeah, no big shout outs to Courtney at three 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 Salon in Boston. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. So Dude, that's how you been, man. I've been good, dude. Fucking just been working. Same shit. Fucking. Living in Pembroke again, dude. I was out of here for a while. I lived in uh, Mansfield for like two and a half years. Before that, it was Stoughton for like three years or so. Okay. And then... I'm in Freetown right now. Where? 
Freetown. It's kind of near um the the first one, New Mansfield. A little is it really? A little bit, yeah. No shit. When did you go there? Uh, this is actually my girlfriend's place. So uh, I live in Kingston right now. That's what I thought. Yeah. So where you just stay, you got you just stay there and shit sometimes. Yep. I come here on Friday nights to visit her cat and uh, her cat. Ma'am. <laughs> She's a big Persian cat. She'll probably pop up here at some point during our. Oh, fuck yeah, dude! Oh, hell yeah, that's sick. Yeah. So th- this is my bu- this is my buddy Batch, uh, Sam Batch. What's up, buddy? Right. Nice to meet you. You too, brother. Yeah, yeah. I met I met Batchy through hockey and shit, and another one. Uh, Cambray Cambray introduced me to uh, Batchy. Cam's the man. Cam, yeah, it, yeah, man. It, it was awesome. I I met Cam through um my first metalcore guitar player Donnie. Um, the first metalcore. Donnie, what was it? Um, I don't worship. Idol worship, dude. Idol no worship. Shit. You used to play at the Plymouth Waterfront and shit, right? Yep. That's so the, crazy. The Beale House, the Waterfront. Um, I think we even played the Knights of Columbus once. Yeah. Um, Did yeah. you play at church too? So I actually, I played the church in Pembroke Center with um the band before that with Mark King. That band was called the Phase. Oh shit. Um, and I I think Ben was singing for us at that point. Uh, yeah. And was the singer for Idol Worship. No shit. That's kind of wow. how that band came to form. So I started off playing in Mark King's band, The Phase, and then um, we got into high school, and then Ben Salmon uh, got into the picture, and uh, we got him singing for The Phase. And um, he was like, hey, man, I actually play for a metalcore band, too. You want to come hang out with us one of these days? So that's when I met, ended up meeting like Donnie Henderson, Dom Ferrante, and uh, ended up doing Idol Worship. And when uh, Idol Worship started, so um, Donnie was dating a girl uh, from Plymouth, and it ended up... I think I know Don. I think I went to high school with Donnie. Yeah, Silver Lake. You went to Silver Lake, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donnie is my boy. Um, so Donnie was dating this girl, Ashley, from Plymouth, and, uh, you know, like, um, it was off Cherry Street. Like, her mom was, like, wicked cool, so she was, like, the mom that let us, like, smoke and drink and didn't give a shit. So, like, we spent, like, a whole summer hanging out there. And Ashley was friends with Cam. So that's how we ended up. Oh. Cam, he ended up uh, hanging out at Ashley's house. And then he ended up coming to uh, Pembroke High School later on after. So, like, that was really. Yeah. yeah. No shit. Dude, I didn't know any of that. That's pretty wow. crazy. Yeah. Yo, me and Cam, we used to play poker for days at, uh, <laughs> at Ashley's house. Summer, summertime, we'd just be poker all the time. It was lit. That's serious, dude. I didn't even yeah, become man. friends with Cam until after high school because he was dating Tammy. And I was yep. dating Caitlin, and they were best friends. So me and Cam started hanging, and I bought a drum set off of Tammy for, like, like 200. It was actually Cam, sorry. He had it at Tammy's house, and I never got the drum set, though, because I was, I was going to start learning drums. So I never fucking did. I actually bought a drum set off Opie, too. No shit. Oh, I, the, I remember her old drum set back at her house. Yeah, it was like a blue song. Like yeah, she was, like, a part of my uh, one of my friend cliques back in, like, 7th and 8th grade, and we used to hang out at her house every now and then, and I remember I jammed on that drum set once or twice. No shit, dude. I think I still have pieces in my basement right now because it flooded. That's, that's wicked funny. I, I actually recently sold my first drum set ever. It was a, a low-end Yamaha kit, and um, I just needed the money, and there was a band out of Rhode Island that needed a kit, so I ended up just uh, meeting up with them and sold it. <clears throat> no shit. Four at the time, so it's like I needed to get rid of a couple. Yeah, that's a lot of drum sets, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or is that normal for a drummer to have that many drum sets? Well, um, I mean, I, I just like, kind of kept all of them throughout the years. So it's like I had that Yamaha kit that I got when I was a kid. And, um, you know, when I when I got to like middle school, that's when I got my uh, my higher end DW kit. Um, the first show I played out live with that was actually the middle school school dance with. What? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. We were jamming like old school Blink One Eighty Two and stuff like that. That's but the shit. That that was a great kit, but it was um it was a total pain in the ass to load out to gigs and stuff like that. You know, it was it was a big Neil Peart drum set and it had like a full on rack and everything. So it's like you know, especially being like a little kid starting out in these like you know smaller yeah. playing out with this huge kit was a uh, kind of a pain. So um. Later on, I ended up getting a lower-end DW kit, and, uh, you know, this was the one where it had the connection from the bass drum, so you could just, it was oh, yeah. easier to set up, and I could minimalize it and everything. Uh, so I was rocking that for a little bit, and while I had that kit, <laughs> I got the opportunity to buy a really big Tama kit for, like, it was, like, 300 bucks, but, like, I knew off first glance that it was worth a lot more. Mm. Uh, so I kind of just ended up getting it, and it sounded really good, so I actually played that for a while, too. Um, and then I later sold that one to my friend George. And uh, then I also got like an electric kit and um, I got endorsed by SJC and got an SJC kit a couple of years ago. So, um, Fuck yeah. Yeah. So as of now, I only have my electric kit and then I have my blue DW kit and I'm going to be bringing that up to Vermont because uh, it seems like COVID is starting to uh, calm down a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, as long as all goes well, uh, Saving Vice is going to get back to practicing. Uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, start playing out again soon. Dude, let's go. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so, like, I don't know if you guys are aware, but uh, Saving Vice, you know, I'm uh, technically, well, not anymore because Kenjamin moved to Massachusetts, but most of the band is from Vermont. Uh, That's yeah. what I was telling Steve. I was like, they're in Vermont. And he was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah so um, Tyler, Chase, and Robbie, they all grew up in Vermont. And uh, Robbie actually recently moved to New York, but it's right on the Vermont line. Okay. Um, and uh, we're going to be meeting up at his place to practice more often, uh, mo uh, most often. And uh, so instead of lugging my kit back and forth every single practice, it makes a lot more sense to just leave the blue kit at his place. And, uh, you know, uh, I got the SJC at my at my crib. That's dope. That's Hell dope, yeah. dude. Yeah, and plus Robbie's been uh, getting into recording artists as well. He started Hell Here Studios. So it's going to be cool. I can give him a drum set and like kind of show him the ropes on that and he can start recording actual drummers there. So Oh shit. That's for awesome. Everyone, you know? Yeah. That's so sick. So how dude, how did you get into Saving Vice? How did that all come together? Um <clears throat> so I first came across Saving Vice um I was living in Pembroke at the time and I remember it was just a a random day of the week. I didn't have work. I was just kind of hanging out. It was raining upstairs. I just remember this little shit. <laughs> I was going through my Facebook newsfeed and um, I saw a sponsored ad that, uh, you know, it was, it was a picture of Tyler holding, holding the microphone screaming. And he just looked like, a, like it brought me back to like 2007. I was like, this guy's look freaking badass. Um, so I saw it was, a, it was an ad that they were playing Warp Tour and I never heard of the band before. So I kind of just like, you know, I just, did my thing and I checked out a couple of their tunes. At the time, all they had released was Exhale. Uh, they just dropped the Exhale video. Um, so I checked that out and I thought they were really cool. And, um, you know, I was on their Facebook and I saw that, um, you know, where it shows each band member, there was no slot for uh, the drummer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I later found out, like, you know, like just recently uh, let their previous drummer go. So, like, you know, uh, it was just really good timing, I guess. Uh, and I was friends with Chase on Facebook, so I kind of uh, just messaged him. And uh, I ended up setting up a call with um, Robbie, uh, the guitar player. He was actually playing bass at first, and we had two other guitar players. Oh, shit. Uh, a long story in itself. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I talked with Robbie for a couple hours on the phone. You know, we were just going over, like, you know, different artists I like, you know, like my history of playing in a band. And uh, 
it was funny because you know I, I look I look a lot younger than a 29 year old male. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I still look like I'm in high school, you know. So so I'm on the phone with him, and uh, he's like, "So, dude, how's this gonna work? Like, don't you have like high school and shit?" And I'm I'm like, "Bro, and I'm like, let's get let's get real. I'm like 26 now." <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, uh, colder than dark wasn't released yet. So uh, you know, when I was when I uh, was doing the audition, they sent me the unreleased tracks of cold in the dark so okay. you know, I, I got to hear them before anyone else and i was like so impressed with these tunes like hell here um was out of this world and like you know i was a huge fan of euthanasia and black ice so i learned those three songs oh, yeah. and uh i just sent them uh like a quick video of me playing them you know it was just like off an iphone i think i had my dad record them yeah. um, and uh you know they they liked my uh audi- video audition so we ended up setting up a, a an actual audition at uh cody's house in pepperell mass which is like right on the uh, New Hampshire border. So I just went down there and um, hung out for the day and, you know, we just hit it off. So I, I think after the first jam session, um, you know, I, I left and like, uh, you know, they discussed like uh, with Ashley, the manager and stuff, how I did. And they were clearly happy with me and had me come back. And um, after the second audition, they were like, you know, we got, we're about to drop the CP and we have a lot of shows planned like Warped Tour and stuff. So they were like, are you down to be our drummer? And <laughs> that, was, that was basically how that came to be, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking sick, dude. The, the beauty awesome. of social media. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, before we were, um, me and Batch, we were talking, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, and I was just like, yeah, I was talking about you, just like describing you. I was like, oh, he's covered covered in tattoos, he's a shorter dude, he looks like he's 13. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> dude, there's something with like, you and Opie just never aged. Like, there's two mm. people from our school that just never aged. You look, and that's a good thing though, but like, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, for sure. On another hand, bro, you were meant to do this, a hundred percent, bro. You've been—I remember you drumming since forever. We used to jam out at your shed, be like you, Nick Silva, Chris Stone, in that yeah. shed behind your house, dude. Yeah, the studio. I remember going there a couple. Yeah, the studio, bro, up the hill. I remember going yeah. there a couple times, and it was just like, bro, I was just like, this kid's incredible. And it was just like, I remember you took some time off, and then I remember you like posting one day, like just like I'm getting back to my roots. And then after that, it was just like progression 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 and then now you're in this fucking band that's like absolutely yeah, man. It's, it's been a wild ride you know um you know it, it, the studio is where it all started though literally it's where it all started um you know jamming with idol worship and when when uh when idol worship broke up is when i kind of took that break um and wasn't playing actively in bands but during that time i got like any person that was like a regular in the studio, they became a boss at whatever instrument they ended up learning, you know, like yeah, dude. my buddy Derek slaying bass within like six months. And we were just doing straight like Lamb of God tracks for like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, it's put, put, uh, put any Lamb of God song in front of me. I can still slay it. Uh, just from all the jamming we did in the studio. That's um, so sick. But yeah. Awesome. Um, when you bring up that post that, that would have been around like 2012 when, um, you know, I uh, ended up coming across Blacklight Sunrise. Mm-hmm. That was a band out of Kingston that I played for. <clears throat> and uh, I came across them in 2012. I got I got in touch with them through another local band that I hung out with uh, back in the Idol Worship days. And um, that's when I got into Blacklight. And ever since I was in uh, that band, any, like I've just, you know, I, I left that band and was already constantly, uh, was already in another one. And yeah. like, I never really got any break and just go from one band to the next. And uh, yeah, that's all just led me up to saving vice, and it's been a friggin' wild ride. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no shit, dude. For shit, sure. yeah, fucking. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you, man. It's been. Oh yeah, it's been dude. fun to watch you get where you're at, man. And um, 
Dude, do you remember? Do you remember the band's Mind Fed Violence? Mind Fed Violence. Um, yes. They used to play with another band back in like the like Kingston <clears throat> Plymouth area. Yes. Um, there was Creed. They were the best. Yes, that's fucking right. Oh shit, they did like the Halloween. I still have that CD from like the Halloween thing. Yeah. I remember me, Matt Foy. Just a bunch of the squad would just go to all those. Zach Nastasia, we would yep. all go rep those shows, bro. That's right. Yeah, there was another band too. Um, that Zach was a big it started with an H. It started with an H. I had the shirt. I forget what it was. It's gonna yeah. piss me off. I gotta hit him up. Yeah, yeah. for real. But you know what I'm talking um, about, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, those guys were really talented too. But um, yeah, Cold Reed was a great band. And what happened to them? No, but I actually ended up joining a band after Blacklight Sunrise, I left and joined a band called High Point and Mark Allen from Cold Reed uh, was the vocalist of that group. No shit. That was a very short lived band, but it was uh it was talented uh, a talented group for sure. It was like a seven piece band and we were like totally gent. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know the venue my uh it was Michael's um it was in Plymouth not no. on the Kingston Plymouth line. It was like it's like a it's Los Hefes now. It's like a Mexican place now. But uh, it was a small venue, and um, we played our first show there. And uh, it was right, it was the night of the Plymouth fireworks. So, um, you know, right before our set is when the fireworks were done. So everyone was leaving and just migrating to Yo. Joe because, like, you know, they just That's saw sick. So, like, we ended up playing like a sold out show at Michael's for our first show. And uh, yeah, that, that band was a trip. We played some really heavy stuff. All of it's on YouTube. Um, I can link you up with that after this call for sure. Yeah, I wanna. I want everything you can give me. Like send send me whatever, dude. I'll throw oh, that in yeah. the link for everybody to look up. For sure. I think, I think the cost was at that show. No way, dude. I. Don't, <laughs> you still talk to the boys? Like you talk to Foy, the Costa, any of those guys still? I shot. I shot Foy a text the other day. Me and him keep in touch. Um, it's funny because um, I hit up Mike DaCosta not even like two weeks ago, and I was like. Man, I wish I had those old Ida Worship tracks. <laughs> well, he just sends me one of them. He's like, I got them. I'm like, bro. Of course he does. Out of all the people, he's going to have that and probably like the old <laughs> That's what I love about Mike DaCosta. He, he saves that sentimental stuff. He does, dude. He's going to have yeah. the old Game Boy, too. <laughs> yeah. He'll have all that shit. But, so- um, yeah, no, I, I'll still keep in touch with, like, Foy, DaCosta, you know, Rob Sowers, my boy. I hit him up every Dude, and his yeah. band is fucking insane, too. Yeah, yeah, um, inhalement. Yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, those guys are nuts. I actually used to jam with them for a little bit. Really? I was never like officially their drummer, but they needed a drummer for a little bit, and I was kind of just doing my thing and just hanging out jamming. But, um, you know, I love the music itself, but as as to playing it live, I it's not my forte. Um, yeah. Like more of the slower breakdowns and stuff like that. But yeah, no, they're a great band, and I love what they're doing. Um, their recent drop was absolutely nuts, and I can't wait to hear what they come up with in the future yeah that's fucking i'm gonna have to talk to him last time i saw him was like i think in the end of the summer we were driving on the highway together and fucking i st- he started beeping at me and i was like no fucking way that's rob sour because i just moved back to him <laughs> yeah he's the fucking man bro i love that kid i used to see him at all the bruins games with um alex Adrozny and shit yeah yeah he's good yeah they're good people good shit man um so you guys dropped the 2020 album hello there and that shit was ridiculous Thanks. absolutely ridiculous i mean i remember when it dropped me and cam because me and cam play hockey together i don't know if you know that yeah, but, yeah. so we like once a week we like would meet up and every week i remember when you guys dropped it and cam was just like bro and i was like bro that shit <laughs> that shit slaps bro and then 
I know I'm transitioning to something different here, but dude, the music videos, how long do those make? Because they're so fucking sick. Uh, thanks. Yeah, no, we, we love doing the music videos. Um, I mean, it, it changes like, you know, for instance, um, the music video for black eyes, you know, um, the acting shots were, uh, they were shot a separate day. So like, you know, there's been music videos that have taken a couple of days to film. Um, whereas, you know, for instance, our longest music video, um, for the binary EP, the simulation and the spire, um, we, we banged that out. Like, you know, footage wise, we all did, we did that in one day. Mm. Um, but then, it, yeah, then, then we, but the, you know, the making of the video itself, it takes time, you know, um, you know, all the editing and stuff that goes into it. But, you know, after we do a, a video, we usually get the first draft within like two weeks, I'd say average. Oh, no shit. And then we have time for like, you know, like three different, um, you know, editing processes, you know, um, you know, put in our notes, what we want fixed and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I love getting into that because like, you know, um, I love getting nitty gritty into the details of the video. So it's like, you know, they'll get mad at me, but I'll like, you know, <laughs> certain like one second clips be like, so switch this one with this one, but <laughs> that ends up coming out well at the end. So That's uh, killer. I like to think I'm pretty good at that. <clears throat> Dude, before we like, right before we sent, I sent you the, um, the chat, I was, I said, uh, I told Batchy to go look up Black Ice, the acoustic version. Oh, dude, fucking killer. <laughs> yeah, tell him, bro, because he's freaking fuck, out. Dude. dude, that was so fucking sick. Like, you, you obviously know Sleeping With Sirens. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I thought I was like, because I, I didn't have, like, the video up. I just, like, had the phone sitting, whatever, and I was just yeah, listening. You thought, yeah, you thought and I was, was like, coming. what? I was like, when did you get Kellen Quinn in this fucking thing? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> That's actually um his name is Alex Passabay and he is the uh, yeah. for the band Osatia. They are very talented. Um, yeah, yeah. My yeah, girl, like, I, I sent her a screenshot of it, and she was like, "Yeah, he's from that band I told you about like six months ago." And I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that song. That video was actually recorded. Uh, well, Tyler's parts that was recorded while he was um doing the vocals for the uh, Hello There record. They had um, and he like they were going for a walk and they're like oh this is a cool place to shoot our music video portion dude so yeah. oh wow yeah so they did that there yeah and they're harmonizing at the end together bro oh, it's yeah crazy out of this fucking world yeah yeah i, I love every uh acoustic song saving by drops but i think that one takes the cake for it's sure. gotta, bro it's gotta, yeah bro. that's a really good song um oh, yeah. and then you guys were playing i matter festival right oh yeah, yeah. Or, is that like are you guys is that gonna happen again Oh yeah, of course it'll happen again. Um, so, um, we played I Matter I Matter for the first time in 2018, and um, you know that that was a cool year. That so that was my first year going, and it was a lot more. Um, it was different. So the first year we went there, you know, we were one of the opening acts. So um, you know, we we got there and we were on stage probably by like 11 o'clock in the morning, um, and it was cool because, you know, we, we showed up with our whole merch tent and like, you know, everything we had to sell. And, uh, only, only three other people did that. It was August Burns Red, uh, and rivals who we just did a weekender with leading up to I matter. So we were already kicking it with those guys for the whole weekend and, uh, born dead clothing who saving vices endorsed by, mm -hmm. it was just a cool crew of just like the four tents and like, you know, so like, we had a meet and greet that was like friggin' like a 200 foot line. Like it was, <laughs> and um, so then 2019, the next year was an amazing year. You know, we had a higher spot up on the, uh, like on the um, roster. 
And, um, you know, we were kicking it with, like, Icy Stars before our set and stuff like that, just hanging oh, out. Oh, shit. Bro, we were hanging out Wage War. Like, just oh, kicking. my God. Dude, Sam. Bro, I got it. Like, how does it feel to be, like, hanging with these dudes that, like, you listen to and, like, I mean, I looked up to as, like, in this scene. How the fuck does it feel oh, being from Pembroke and now doing this shit, bro? Because, like, <laughs> I don't know anybody who's made it as far as, like, you did. I mean, it's a, it's a trip. Um... But, you know, it's like, it's just what I love to do. And, you know, it's been a lot of hard work getting up to this point. And, like, you know, when, when we played in 2018, that like, that was kind of a shell shock. Because, like, you know, that's when I met Matt Griner for the first time. And I'm like, this is, like, happening. You know, I, I just shook Matt Griner's hand and, like, you know, <laughs> grabbing water and Spencer from Under Oath is directly behind me. You know, it's like. What? what? That's so sick, like, dude. It, it's, it's a trip at first. But, you know, it's like. They're just like us, you know, we're all just like normal people, you know, and um, my favorite part about it, it was like, you know, just learning from them and like, you know, I see stars, for instance, we were hanging out, like, I don't drink, but they were all hanging out doing like uh, Jameson shots and stuff. And we were just talking business and they were like huge for like, you know, right after I met her, like, you know, that's when we decided to uh, set Saving Vice up as an actual business in the LLC and uh, do shit. Yeah. Like, you know, all the legalities and stuff like that. And yeah, it was just really um, nice and like, um, cool to just have like you know Devin Oliver from IC Stars just being real and just giving us advice hanging out and then you know just going out and playing our set and just having a good time That's what it's all about uh especially a festival like I'm at or you know yeah it's just really cool um but yeah no it's a great great festival and um you know I could totally see you guys freaking setting up shop there uh Dude. next round yeah. hanging out like it's a good time I highly recommend it that's like our goal man because like yeah. we want to like, like when we first started this podcast it was like you know we love music like we're, we're super into the pop punk the punk rock like i mean i all the black flag shit i used to listen to or still listen to and then fucking now i'm like super into like the story so far esque shit but i still listen to like everything from metal to fucking hip-hop and oh, yeah. when we started this it was just like music and our lives and just like how they correlate in the mental health world and we were like we would love to set up literally like you said set up like a fucking tent and just like be there to support people and just tell people it's okay not to be okay and that their lives matter and that no matter what they're going through and like that's what the goal is man for like Mm -hmm. like we i'm gonna beat a dead horse here but it can never be not said enough like you know 120 people die a day from suicide and if we can get that number down to 119 if we can get it down to 118 whatever it is or if we can just help somebody throughout the day and if even if that's just a conversation like this or a text like that's it man because people are so important and we're just trying to oh, figure yeah. out what the fuck life is absolutely and um sure. but yeah that would that would be ideally the goal um but that being said i did want to congratulate you on your one year sobriety that came oh, up you. in January. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. That's that's, that's huge, fucking man. huge. Batchy knows about that shit too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 been a journey, man. It's been a great journey. Um you know it is, man. I was lucky to have um my partner. Um we we um you know got we have this we share the same exact sobriety date. So um, you know, especially with this uh everything that's happened this past year, uh it's been a huge help just having her with me through it and like, you know, we're we're just a good team, you know. So it's like um, it just got to a point, you know, it's like, I spent so many years, like, I feel like so many years have been wasted from the partying and stuff like that. But, you know, just like kind of letting go of that. And, you know, it, like, 
yeah, like I, I made mistakes with the drinking and um, stuff like that, but it all led, led me to where I am now and like mm-hmm. wouldn't view things as I do now if those things didn't happen. So it's like, you know, I just take it as it goes and like, you know, um, the biggest thing I've learned is just like, you know, it's okay to make mistakes, but learning from those mistakes and, um, you know, that's that makes you who you are. And, yep. uh, you know, I'm feeling better than ever today, you know, um, both physically and mentally, you know, um, but it just comes to a point, you know, um, you know, you, you just gotta, if anyone's struggling with it, so like, it just comes to a point where you need to like want to not party more than you want to party. And mm-hmm. part, like, it comes with a lot of things. It's like, I had to cut off a lot of relationships I had with people. I, yep. just, you know, I tried it. Like I, I've probably tried getting sober good, you know, 10, 20 times. Like, you know, it, yeah. So, oh yeah, dude. It was like a one-time thing. It was years of work and uh, falling down and getting back up. Um, you know, and it's like, I tried that. It's like, yeah, I can still go to bars and hang out with my crew and, you know, just drink and stuff like that. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it'll work for a little bit, but then, yeah. yeah. So you're right. I'll you know, just have just, one beer. Exactly. You know, then, you can do it for a little while, but then, um, it's like climbing up a hill, you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's climb up but once you fall down it just brings you right back to where you are like before you know it um and that's with anything you know i'm working on quitting cigarettes right now and you know it, that's hard in itself but uh yeah. it's, it's weird to see it's like you know i can do like a day where it'll be like you know one cigarette but then like a couple of days later you know i'll be put in a situation where i'm around us like you know my father smokes for instance so it's like when i'm around him it's harder to not smoke you know what i mean so it's like it's easier it's it's wicked easy to slip things up so it's like you know you gotta really just the mind over matter and uh you know just you know take a look at yourself and you know be like is this what i want you know i can't do it for anyone else you know i tried getting sober for my family that didn't work i tried getting sober for my band that didn't work you know it just came down to it do i want this and you know yeah <laughs> i <Yep>. do <laughs> it took a little while but you know Hell yeah yeah we doing good but we just taking it one day at a time um uh and, uh, you know, I think AA is huge too. Um, I did it for a while, um, throughout, uh, for, it came to the point for me where I just didn't want it so bad. You know, I, I just didn't want to think about it. And, uh, I kind of laid off AA for a little bit, but you know, they're all, uh, good supporting people. So, um, I do recommend it for someone who's beginning and, uh, you know, I already hit a year and like, you know, two weeks ago, I was like, you know what, I haven't seen my crew at AA in a while. So I just took a ride over and I said my highs and, you know, yeah. Thing. So, you know, it's cool, you know, um, from ever in the area, the Pembroke Center meeting is my favorite on Sunday mornings. A lot oh, of shit. one there, uh, just hang out and drink coffee. So, yeah. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Share war stories and drink coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But the thing with it, the thing I don't like about AA sometimes that I noticed from going, um, like some, I feel like some people glam- glamorize it a little too much. Um, mm. You know, it, it is always like, you know, nice to like hear people like you want to hear like everyone's real in there that's what i love the most about it and um you know um i although i feel like some people do glamorize it sometimes you know everyone's real and um you know it's it's good to hear the stories and as for me it's like I, you know usually they read through the book and they'll pick a chapter and like they'll discuss um you know a topic of that that related to them and i i like put it like when i when i speak i like trying to uh talk more about what I learned from it and how I move forward from it instead of like the, mm-hmm. the problem in itself. I like to talk right. about, you know, how I came out of it and what I do to cope with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more uh, beneficial for me personally, you know, but 
Yeah. Well, that's all that matters, right? If it it's works a good for you, place with works. good people. And like for anyone listening and stuff, you know, AA is like wicked cool. Whereas like, you know, they have certain meetings for everyone. If you want to just go to a straight up young people meeting, they have young people meetings. Um, you know, they have guys only meetings, girls only meetings and stuff. So, um, you know, you can find all that just by going on Google. So, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm happy for you, dude. That's, yeah, that's great. fucking sick, dude. That's yeah, and, and it's it's great too with um saving vice because um basically everyone in the band is sober now. So um wow, that's awesome. I was a little worrisome at first um going on tour because you know saving vice used to party a lot, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but it's not the case anymore, and that's cool. So it's like you know I'm not I'm not worried about going on tour and like you know like um you know I'm not worried about temptation as much you know knowing that like you know nobody else is gonna be partying and stuff you know so right um. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, man. That's fucking sick, dude. That's like, yeah, yeah I. That's I, great. I I haven't experienced that, but like, I'm fucking proud of you, dude. And that's like, that's I know I've seen it firsthand in people, family, and friends, and I'm like, it's awesome to see. I mean, even Batchy himself has gone through some shit, and I saw him when he was really down on the dumps, and this kid's completely yeah. 360 or 180, whatever it is. Oh yeah. Yep. Wow. I think I met Steve when I was probably at my worst with nah yeah yeah when I was at my worst with the booze yeah what was your preferred what was your preferred drink uh it kind of it started with beer and then I found vodka Red Bull the vodka Red Bulls yeah then I found Jägermeister and it was like basically I'd like start with beer and then move on to like the hard shit as the night went on. Yeah, and it yeah. just fucking it, then it once the vodka Red Bull came out, it would just spiral out of control, and then getting blow and fucking. I was gonna say, then you're calling your dealer. <laughs> yeah, and yep. making making a phone call, and fucking yeah. the wheels are off the rails at that point. Man. So it always comes to the point, just the one sip. That's like, all right, gotta call my. Yep. Call my um, <laughs> now that's basically how I was too. I was a big beer drinker. I love the Bud Lights, and um, yep. I came the Vegas bombs at the Lucky Dog one night. Back oh, home. Lucky Dog! Dude, uh, oh man, the that dog. Was my, uh, that was my thing for a few years too. <laughs> <laughs> only at the like, they only made them good at the Lucky Dog for some reason though. If I went anywhere else and tried to get them, they would be horrible. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, dude, the fucking yeah. bad times, good times, but I'm glad they're over with. Same, same. I had enough of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> well, dude, fucking. My favorite part of the whole thing is just. The never having to worry about like what I said the night before or what, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the best part. Not like, you know, waking up early with a clear head and stuff, man. Yeah. No more hangovers. It's fucking, you know, because I was going to work, getting up for work at like four. Sometimes I wouldn't even get up. I would just be fucking going nope, right from. You'd just be up. <laughs> yeah. Just going, still yep. hammered. And like, nope. I've been there, man. Yeah. So that's, that's like my favorite part of like not having to feel that way in the morning, like not in that fog all day long. And then. Yeah, man, it's yeah. not a way to live. No, no yeah. way. I don't miss it. That's for sure. No. Yeah. It's, it's funny though. Sp- uh, speaking of Rob Sauer, uh, he used to call me the champion though. Like me and him would go at, uh, go at a drinking all night and you know, you'd be waking up like all hungover. I'd be already open at it. Like, all right, what are we doing today? I did. Oh. And I got to a point. I was like, no, Jesus. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Rob Sauer is an animal, dude. Dude, I had some crazy nights. And then we used to drive to fucking um, school. We used to go to Canton, Massasoit. And that kid, we used to have, like, we'd spit bars the whole rides to the school. 
And it was just the funnest time. I love that dude. He put boogers yeah, on the awesome, seat. It was a weird fucking fun experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, fucking. Day, Rob, Rob would have thrown us all under the table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I remember, I'll tell a quick story too. We were at, so middle school, I think it was seventh or eighth grade. I don't remember. But we were at lunch and we're sitting down and we're sitting there and he's up getting his lunch. And fucking Ricky Driscoll hawks a fucking massive loogie on the table. And Rob Sauer comes over. He's wearing his trip pants, fucking sees the loogie, but he thinks it's like mayonnaise or something. He just fucking comes over and licks the thing up. (laughs) It was fucking the nastiest shit I've ever seen, dude. Yeah, we all started gagging and we told him and he was like freaking the fuck out. It was so funny. One of my favorite things about Rob is he just like, he's he's an animal, dude. Yeah. Those trip. I wish I had those trip pants. I, I he gave them to someone. Uh, I think. Uh, actually, no, no, no. I was thinking of Foy. Foy gave his old school like punk shorts to Rob. That's what it was. Yeah, dude. It was like Nick Silva with the trip pants, Rob yeah. with the trip pants, and Foy with the fucking punk pants, like the casualty style. Yep. Dude, I freaking love those things. I actually, it's funny because I actually bought my first pair of trip pants ever, um, like two months ago. But they're like the skinny jean version. They're not yeah. baggy ones. There. I thought that was pretty cool. I was, never, I was never bold enough to get the um the big baggy ones in high school, but I I, I, I had a pair of those. But I about three or four years ago, I was living in Hull, and I went into this like I'm going back to my punk stage. Like I started knitting my fucking like vet my denim vest with all my fucking like uh, patches and shit. And yeah. then I ended up buying one of like the pants Foy has. It was a split blue and red checkered fucking skinny. Nice. Jeans. And I was like, fuck. Nice. I think I wore them twice, and I was like, all right, I still have them, but <laughs> that's hype. I love, yeah, I love they're so comfy too. They are comfy and they don't feel too tight, which is yeah. kind of weird because they're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. But uh speaking of clothing, dude, you got one of the sickest, most comfortable. I'm blowing smoke right now, but you got some of the sickest shit, bro. Your break loose clothing line. Yeah. Just tell me, man, like when did this start? How did it start? What's going on with it? <clears throat> well, the idea of it came in uh in back in twenty seventeen. And, uh, you know, I was playing for uh, a group called Sick Vita. Um, They're out of Lakeville. And um, they were another band that I found online. And, um, yeah, I was playing with them for a while. And I was working at a, um, a local Zoomies. And when I was working there, I started coming across all these different brands that I had, I had never seen before, but I thought were really cool. You know, like, um, I saw brands like Sketchy Tank and, like, Lurking Class. And I, I thought they were cool. And, you know, I... I, th- I I, I was thinking because, like, you know, they were cool, but I saw that I could, like, you know, there were things that I could, like, I thought would look better if tweaked. And, like, that kind of gave me the first initial inspiration. Like, you know, I I could maybe make my own clothing. And um, at the same time, I recently had gotten into, like, modeling. Um, you know, I, I got into, like, the Instagram and, like, you know, the modeling aspects of it and building a brand. And uh, so, like, I've always been into fashion and stuff, especially with being in the band and stuff. You know, you don't have to look cool for a photo shoot and stuff, obviously. Like that. So, it's, like, um, it's just something I've always been passionate about. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of, like, decided. I was, like, you know, I'm going to give it a go and just kind of, like, see what happens, you know. So, um, I just had a couple T-shirts made up. And uh, it was it was funny. So, I, 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 I came up with Break Loose and I got the first two T-shirts designed. The first one, uh, my logo, my original logo, it was like a heart and then it was connected to an hourglass oh shit like um you know because the brand itself at the time um represented mostly like putting your heart into your time obviously so i was like 
oh, that's cool. I can just do like a heart and an hourglass, you know, just kind of like a basic concept, but it, it came out pretty cool. And, um, so that was one t-shirt design I made. And then I made another one, uh, which is, was the witch design, you know, the fly till I die. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I came up with that one. And, um, when I got the t-shirts, I picked up my buddy and we ended up going to the lucky dog and I sold like out of all, I sold like out of all the, the first, uh, batch of them that night. Like I got the whole entire, like, you know, there's a good, like 50 people at the lucky dog. And by the end of the night, every single one of them was wearing a break loose t-shirt. Yeah, that's sick. That's like so sick. I was like, <laughs> Oh, I, I can totally do this fashion, thing. you know? So, um, I did that for a little while and, um, it was fun, you know, just like learning how to grow a business and stuff like that. But then I came across Saving Vice and, um, you know, I was so blown away by their music. I just wanted to put all of my chips into that basket and just kill it with those guys. Um, you know, running one business is tough in itself, but like, you know, doing that plus being a full-time drummer for a band that's like, that just dropped like a huge EP and like, you know, was doing so much touring when I joined. Um, so I kind of stopped with the fashion for a little bit. You know, I, I kept the Instagram and I was bumping it up. You know, I still had some merchandise, so I was giving it to influencers and like new homies and stuff that I was meeting through the music scene. Um, and I was just doing that for a while. And after we dropped, um, well, after we finished recording Hello There in 2019, I had a little more off time. So that's when I was like, all right, let's get this business back going, you know, like, uh, so that's when I came up with the resurrection launch idea. And, you know, I, I just worked behind the scenes for a little bit. I wanted to like relearn the Facebook algorithms and, you know, how everything worked online, you know, cause I took a little break from it. And uh, so that in itself was a big learning process and uh, it was fun nonetheless. Um, but it was a big learning process, you know, how to market it correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, so I spent a lot of time doing that and, uh, you know, then 2020 came along and, uh, you know, we dropped the album and that was sick. And I had my launch planned. Like I already had all the merchandise for the resurrection drop. I had that Shit. in hand by like February. Um, but I already knew that it wasn't, it was going to be a summer drop. That's what I wanted to do. You know, the initial summer drop. So I had everything tucked away and, um, you know, we dropped the album and that was very successful. We did the album release show and that was great. And then and then COVID happened, which obviously changed everything. Um, so, you know, we had a lot of plans. We were going to be at Break Loose was going to be at iMatter 2020, for instance. And like, oh, shit. Yeah, so that, that got cut short. So it, it was, it's been a big learning process on uh, becoming an online brand, you know, yeah. like stri a strictly an online brand. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it's been a great time. You know, I've been working with a lot of awesome graphic designers. I have some really cool merch that's going to be coming out within the next couple months. Um, but yeah, it's just been great. Like, um, you know, just making clothes and just meeting new people and just connecting. That's all. That's what it's all about is just connecting with new people and, you know, getting people to wear your merch and, you know, <laughs> just having fun. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, 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 um, I think it's a cool brand with a great concept and, um, you know, I'm just going to keep watering it, man. You know, I have a lot of things that I'm doing right now besides the clothing line, you know, um, but uh, yeah, it's just something I'm passionate about and I'm just going to keep trucking with it. And, you know, if I stop having fun with it, I'll just stop the line, but I'm having a blast with it right now. So it's not going anywhere for a while. Hell yeah. That's awesome to hear, man. And that's like kind of like me and Batch are on that same page of like just the connection. I mean, dude, Batch, like how are you feeling with like, we met calling on captains. We we're going to talk to yeah, chief dude. states. We're fucking, we just got a few other bands we were talking to. Like, how do you feel about all that, dude? 
dude, it's like fucking absolute. It's like mind blowing. Like we've talked about it a few times, man. Like this, this like little podcast, like, like, you know, we never would have talked to any of these bands without this. And like for them yeah. to like, for them to like read, like hit us up is like even crazier. Cause we were like thinking, I think I was talking to Steve and I was like, yo, we're going to have to like be all over these guys. Like every week, like hitting them up, trying to get them to come on. And like, they're coming to us. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. That's, and, that's, that's awesome, man. It's like, um, I read this in an interview once. I forget exactly who said it, but it's like, you know, no matter what you start, as long as you love it and you're pursuing with it, what's yeah. going to happen will happen. Like something will happen, you know? Oh, hell yeah. That's exactly it, man. And yeah. that's how that's how it feels like. Because like, right, we started this and we were like, yo, five people listen, cool, whatever. And now we have like over 1,300 streams or something like that. And like, what people are hitting us up just to talk. We got random connections in Canada. You calling on captains has already told us like when they're down here, we're hanging out. Like just like the small support, the big support, Marcel yeah. and blue jacket tattoos, like just these, and out of nowhere, like, I like, I don't even know how we got connected with half these people, but it's like the community is like all love. And it's like the support yeah. is insane, man. No, it, it's, it's awesome, man. You know, just doing what you love. It's just a, it's just how, it's just how to do it, man. That is, bro. That is, man. That's dope about the break loose shit, dude. Like, I, I fuck with it, man. I remember when you dropped that shit with Robbie. Rob on the fucking big beard of this shirt. Like, dude, that hooked yeah, me in. Yeah. I was like, that sexy motherfucker. That, that was such a fun day. Um, It couldn't have worked out more perfect, too. Like, you know, I, wa- I wanted to do it at the waterfront because that's where I was living at the time. And, you know, so it's like I was scoping out all these different areas for like a month in advance, you know, and everything just went so smooth that day. It's like, I, I had everything just like set up to a perfect schedule. Like, you know, just like we were going to go, like we went to one spot and then we all like drove over to a separate spot, you know, and this was in the middle of COVID. So like we had to like, you know, make sure everyone was like, you know, socially distancing and stuff like that. Mm. So everything ended up just like working out just like perfectly. And, um, you know, it was supposed to like rain that day, but it ended up being like mad sunny and like, it was dope dude the pictures came out fucking the whole thing came out fucking sick yeah no um so um ian in urquhart he is saving vices photographer and he does he's done a lot of video work for us too like he's done the binary video for instance um, oh hell yeah very talented yeah um we had the pleasure of working with him and his girlfriend lisa is a great photographer so she was taking all the pictures and he was doing all the videos so it's like oh shit yeah it was wicked dope. sailing and yeah it was, it was just a fun day just walking around the waterfront hanging out with homies that's what it looked like it just looked like fun tower her boyfriend kenny he's the man they had the dog and stuff uh, i think there's like one clip in the video where you can see them walking the pup which was pretty cool <laughs> Uh, you know, we had Jojo up in there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's fucking. That was sick, a fun dude. squad, man. That was a fun squad. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, now that I think of it, it's like we had it cut into sections. I had like a day group and then a night group. So like the day oh, started, shit. like you know, like the home, the local homies, like Rob, Courtney, and Jojo, and then at the end of the night is when um you know like Kenjamin and uh, his buddy Kyle came down and uh, their friend Nixie and stuff, uh, and like my uh, my homies Morgan and Anthony, they were there. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun. It was a, it was a fun July day and we got some awesome content out of it. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a good time. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and I like how much quality and time you put into designing because I remember seeing a post when you were like talking about like how much you wanted these to be comfortable, fit right. Like you wanted the you know people who were buying them to like 
like if you were gonna wear it you'd how you'd want it to be and i remember you making a post like saying something like that and like when i got this shirt i was just like oh he definitely did because sometimes you get those shirts that are like scratchy on the inside and i've washed this thing a hundred times it's not fading it's like good i know it's hard to find that brand of uh the those t-shirts those are uh bella canvas and uh i love that brand um i think they're like top three for sure um the first t-shirts i made the ones that i sold at the lucky dog uh, those were next level, and the, those are also another brand I like a lot. Um, but the ones you're talking about, like the boxy ones that are like scratching stuff, like I get a lot of bad. Like I've heard a lot of bad things about Gildan, for instance. I yeah. have Gildan shirts, and like I think their sweatshirts are amazing. I love yeah. their sweatshirts. But mm-hmm. I know what you mean with like the boxiness of their t-shirts and stuff. So I'm always learning about. Um, there's a lot of different wholesale brands too, so it's like it's hard to like decide sometimes, you know, because it's like you don't want to spend too much on a um on a wholesale tee, but like you know, you don't yeah. spend too little. So it's like it's hard balancing it out. But <laughs> it's another thing that I, I enjoy is just finding new brands to like test out and work with. Um, I don't think I'm wearing. Yeah, I am wearing now. So this is my pyro long sleeve, the striped one. Oh shit! Yeah, things dope. This one's hella comfy, and this is uh as color. Uh, that's the brand. I, I saw them from a. Um, I bought a T-shirt when I was at iMatter uh, in 2019, and it was an As Color shirt, and I was like, "Wow, this is like hella comfy." So, is that the same one that you gave away the other day too? What was that? Remember you you were like doing a giveaway the other day? Is that the same shirt? Um, on the Break Loose Instagram, I did a contest giveaway for the Pyro and the B. That's right. On my mm-hmm. personal, I did um a giveaway for uh the unwind shirt but that is also an ass color shirt too that's yeah. it yep yep so what town are you from homie uh i grew up in halifax and i okay. uh, i just moved up to lynn two years ago like right around when i was getting sober i fucking nice. i had to bounce get out of there like you said yeah. you know what i mean yeah i i didn't hang out too much in halifax but my that was like my dad's like second home when he was growing up i don't yeah. know yeah waterman's yeah yep but I'm I'm friends with like the whole Waterman family, Amanda and stuff. Cause I, I went to high school with Amanda. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, uh, my boy Chad, Ashley. Yeah. I'm friends. Hell with yeah. Them. Yeah. Word. Fuck yeah, dude. That's dope. Let me make sure these are. Yeah, I like, um, you know, with bands and stuff, um, you know, I, I love supporting bands. So it's like I'm always buying different shirts. Like I came across this group called Wargasm the other day and. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're from the uk and they're so cool uh like i love I it's fucking sick three songs and i was already on their website i was like i'm buying <laughs> people's shirts like wearing it in, my, in the next saving vice promo like hell yeah it like if it, it it's it's hard for um a band to really like you know hit me in the feels and uh you know so whenever i find a band that does best believe i'm in their merch store fuck yeah hell dude. yeah dude so dude are you what are you doing for are you working with your dad uh, so yeah, I install kitchens as a day job too. Um, you know what? So my, my schedule is pretty crazy. So that's I did, what I was curious about. Cause every time like you'll be snapping and like, you'll post something online of like you in a truck. <laughs> and then next thing you're like, you're like posting a new like drum set in your basement or wherever you are. And then the next thing it's like, close, like you're, you're doing like 17 different things, bro. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I do my day job installing kitchens. That's usually Monday through Friday. Um, you know, I, I recently got back into uh, going to karate regularly. I've been doing karate like my whole entire life. And um, me and my girlfriend recently got something back up to doing that. And uh, I decided that I really want to take it to the next level. So um, I've really been ded- dedicating a lot of my time to doing karate. And I'm actually handling 
all of the social media for my sensei now. Oh, wow. So I nice. actually recently just got him a crazy photo shoot and a video shoot that oh, that's I'm fucking getting soon. Sick, so I'm excited that's for awesome. that. Um, so yeah, so it's like, you know, five, four or five days out of the week, I'm doing kitchens. I usually get home by five on Mondays. Uh, I go straight from work right to the dojo and then I'm there until like nine. And then, um, you know, Tuesdays, uh, when I'm home from work, that's kind of my more off. So I, I do more of like my break loose and saving by stuff on Tuesdays and then Wednesdays back at the dojo and, um, you know, doing the kitchen stuff. And then Thursdays I, uh, dedicate mostly to learning more about like social media marketing and stuff. Um, it's, it's all about time management, you know, it's really hectic and things change too. like a lot of days in the week, you know, there'll be a certain day where it's like, Oh, okay. I'm more useful doing, uh, SMM like social media marketing on this day than going to this job. So it's like, you know, I kind of work things around, but yeah, it it does get pretty hectic, but we make it work, you know, especially with saving vice too. It's like, I'm handling all of their, uh, I'm handling a running ads now. So uh, oh, all that. So that's been a fun learning process. <clears throat> that's um, fucking sick, dude. Yeah. I don't know. It gets pretty crazy at times, but we make it work, you know? Yeah, dude. And you got, you said you got your second degree back uh, black belt, right? Yeah. I should be going up for my third this year. You fucking animal, bro. That's yeah, unreal. Man. You just yeah, chop people in the around. neck and kill them. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that, that's another big thing in the sobriety it's like i learned that i need to constantly be busy anytime i wanted to go out and drink was when i was bored and i was bored a lot so it's like i had to dive into a bunch of different things and like you know it's the the biggest thing is just balance you know it's like you know i I spend a lot of my time uh these days like digging into the social media marketing because i want to become a pro at that um yeah but i also don't want to spend the entire day with my face on the screen so it's like you know i'll I'll do like hour to two hour long drills. You know, that's, that's how I personally go about it. It's like, I'll totally dedicate my time to like one hour of doing social media marketing and then I'll force myself to get off. I'll go spend an hour reading. Like I'm reading the shining right now. This is my new favorite book. So I've been into that. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, me and, uh, my girlfriend, we take time off, uh, each week, you know, we go to the dojo regularly now and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it, it, it's overwhelming at first, but I, I heard in an interview once, it's like, you might think you're working hard, but there's someone out there that's working, working harder. harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. So yeah, I've heard that, that too. That's kind of like helped me like, okay, you know, yeah. so just taking balance, balancing things out and, uh, you know, just time management is huge. Yeah, man. I think that's super important for a lot of, like for me, it's the same thing, dude. Like with my yeah. mental health shit, it's the same yeah. thing. It's all about the balance, man. I got 47 tattooed on my hand for that reason. Like there's, you know, seven chakras in your body, head to the toe, and fourth is the heart, seventh is the mind. It's just finding the balance. It's a constant reminder for me to like, hey, man, it's okay. Like, you're going to get through it. Like, depression is a thing. Yeah, OCD is big today. But, dude, like, and I'm I'm always keeping busy. Same thing, man, whether it's yep. it's hockey or it's music or it's the podcast, it's work. And, yeah, man, it's important and it's empowering. And it makes you feel like you're accomplishing things, but also recognizing, like you said, that whole, like, I don't want to stare at a screen for two hours. I need to find that time to do something else or even relaxing. And yeah, so it's really cool. Yeah. It's a big learning curve too. just like figure out what works for you. It's like, you know, I, I tried like writing a whole day's worth of scheduling like the night before and sticking to that schedule and stuff. So it's like, you know, like that personally didn't work for me. And like, I recently came across the whole drill method where it's like, you know, set a timer and, you know, just concentrate on that for an hour get off, do your thing for a minute and then get back to doing whatever it is. And 
that's been working great for me, uh, especially uh, with stuff that requires me being in front of a laptop, mm. um, you know. <clears throat> and uh, another big one, uh, that, this was more in 2020, but I had to learn how to do, um, you know, how to like uh, work different um, DAW programs, you know, so like mm -hmm. for that, like I, I had a, I have a PC, which is what I'm using now. Uh, yeah. so I had to start off with learning, um, you know, different DAWs. So I started off with Reaper and I did I hated Reaper, bro. Yeah. I fucking hated Reaper. Nah, I, I couldn't get into Reaper at all. I tried using Easy Drummer through Reaper, and it's like three mental breakdowns later, I switched over to Pro Tools. <laughs> yeah, dude, Reaper was like, Reaper reminded me like a ghetto version of GarageBand, like even worse. I hated yeah. Reaper. I feel like it's one of those things, like if you know how to work it, it can be cool, but like, yeah. I don't know, it's just weird. And yeah. I had a much better time working with Pro Tools uh, than I did with that, but then um my guitarist was nice enough to let me have his old mac so now nice. i'm working on logic through the mac and dude the nice dude yeah Lo is it logic pro or you got the logic oh yeah we got the logic Fuck yeah bro yeah. that's sick oh yeah we got the superior drummer three to go with it we got oh. now saving by saying playing no games we that's dope bro yeah i, I started um, with i started with reaper back in the day when i was like doing my acoustic shit and then um i went to cubase and i thought that was I hated Cubase. I thought I was going to like it. I, I almost tried that one. Dude, so I bought the MIDI and it came with the free Cubase. So I was like, bro, I'm upgrading. Fuck Reaper. I'm out of here. Yeah. So I <laughs> Cubase and then Cubase just was like, bro, it's too technical. Like there's like GarageBand Easy and then there's like fucking, there's like Pro Tools and then there's like Cubase. And it was just like, there was no need for the technicality I felt like. So I got rid of that and I was just like, it's all good, dude. And like, but Logic Pro is sick. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, this DAW before. Or it's actually, I don't even know. Yeah, it's a program. It's called East Coast, West Coast. Okay, no, I don't think so. Dude, all right. I'll send you the link either tomorrow or something or tonight. But this fucking, this fucking program, it's like the Netflix of music, like, plugins, right? Really? So, I'm, sure my, I'm sure my guitar player, Robbie, knows all about dude, it. Dude, it's the sickest fucking thing. So you go on there and you can, like, you can take anything from guitars, drums, you know, a, a pot and a pan. And then they also have like like choirs, um, but they record it all themselves. And then you just subscribe for a monthly fee and you can take anything. And one of the coolest awesome. things you can do is like you can get like it's probably more for like making movies and short clips. But you can take like a choir. Uh, you can do church choir with boys church choir. And then you can type what you want them to say. And it is it's not like automated like like robot voice it's legit dude so like oh man the song if you're looking for like a heavy metal breakdown with like some like oh i don't know you can put like i don't know man i'm i'm saying it kind of awesome. shitty but. i know yeah no i know what you're talking about that's freaking sick no definitely send me that because i'm actually really interested yeah i'm gonna write it down because i won't yeah. remember but um yeah no i definitely found that logic is um my favorite out of all of those and um you know, I, I, I know how to work MIDI at this point, but um, my, uh, my one of my goals right now is to, um, so as I was saying, I have an electric kit and um, I'm working on getting, uh, I'm working on setting it up whereas I can connect my electric drum set to um, my Mac and Logic. And, uh, you know, it's like I can connect up Superior Drummer and then play the electric kit and have it transfer to Superior Drummer. Fuck yeah. So I'm working on that now, and it's a bummer because I have an Alesis drum kit, and I just, I'm not a fan of Alesis. You know, no. when I first got the kit, it was cool for what it can do, but um, I'm, I've am i been, like, torn on getting a Roland electric kit uh, lately. That's sick. 
little it, pricey song. Does that, does that just <laughs> plug into the MIDI and like from yeah. the drum kit itself? Does it yeah. already come with a plug-in or do you have to buy like a piece? So, no, it doesn't come. So you, it actually, it's like just like a regular printer cable. Okay. Plug it right into the electric kit and then right into the Mac. And um, uh, the Alesis is giving me problems, but um, if I had a Roland, for instance, I'd be able to just plug it right in and it would just be good to go. What do those go for, dude? Um, well, they, they have different ones, you know, like they have a, like a, the, the newer ones they have are way overpriced and they go up to like, I think almost like 20 grand or like 10 grand maybe. So yeah, some of them are a little crazy, but, um, the one I really wanted to get was 3000 and even that was a little too much, like, I, like overpriced wise, you know, it's like, if it was like 2,500 maybe, but like, um, they have one that's, um, 1700 and, uh, that one looks pretty promising. Or so I'm, I'm thinking about it. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that'd be fucking sick, dude. I also, you were talking about your girlfriend earlier. And me and Cam were talking the other week uh, at hockey. Dude, you and your girlfriend, I couldn't, I'm like, it's crazy how perfectly matched you guys are. It's like <laughs> funny to watch you guys on like Instagram or your short videos or whatever you post or pictures. And we were just saying like, dude, we're, we're happy you found somebody, A, and like, but it was just funny how like you guys fit your personalities perfectly, dude. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. Even the way we walk, man, we walk think <laughs> like we were like, yeah, it's like a totally we were meant to be thing and yeah, she's great. That's man. fucking dope, dude. Yeah. That's fucking dope. Dude, but, uh, no, yeah, it it's it's cool. Like it's it's funny how like little um things like we don't uh what's the word like we're, like, we're just so alike in so many ways. It's weird when we find something we're not alike in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Bro, you're also yeah. inked the fuck up. Like, I know you, you... Last time, like, I knew you had, like, the flame fucking... What the hell was on your arm? The... the yeah, dude, you got so much shit. Your fucking hand is... I mean, so so oh, the shit. left arm, this is my karate sleeve. Um, So I got the tiger, and then I got Wei Chi Ru. Uh, oh, wait. Um... Let's see if I can fix it. So this is the tiger, and here's Wei Chi Ru right here. Okay. Word. Here I got the dragon and the crane. I'm wearing a hoodie right now, so you can't really see. Yeah. And um, so on this arm, this is just like a that I wanted to get this one to kind of represent like the dark side of like the band life. Um, this is actually the last two I've got a uh, tattoo I've gotten, and I need to get this finished bad. That shit's sick, bro. Don't and you have the... Got, yeah, got the oh, yeah. yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, that man. shit's fucking serious. Yeah. <laughs> shit. I've been slacking on the tattoos, though. It's been a while since I've gotten one. It's Same. okay, bro. You have mad shit covered on you right now. Yeah, I, I got one be on okay. my I, I always forget I have one on my calf, but... I got oh, shit. Yo, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. That's fucking dope, bro. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, man. Um, most of the work, all the work on my arms and then the death's head moth, that's all Tony Ciavaro from uh, Stinky Monkey Tattoo in Kingston. No shit. Oops, I think I actually just left the Zoom meeting. No, you're here. Oh. No, we can hear you. <laughs> Wait, where are you? <laughs> I don't know, but we can see you. <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. Uh, hold on. I totally just lost you. Um, Batch, let's just talk shit. Yeah, yeah, piece of shit. this guy. This guy. <laughs> That's so weird. Oh, here you are. I found you. Oh, hey there. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, what I was saying is I, I got most of my work done from Tony at Stinky Monkey in Kingston, and then uh, the Wolf Tattoo is um, Matt Murray over at um, Black Veil Tattoo in Salem. Those guys are awesome. That's sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can't wait to go on tour and just get a bunch of tour tattoos with Kenjamin and stuff. That'll be great. That's dope, dude. Are you yeah. are you going to get a face tattoo or what, bro? Uh, probably not, no. All uh, right. Because you said something about it a little while ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thought has definitely gone through my head a few times. Like, I'd probably get, like, a temple tat, like, something down here. Like, yeah. you know, something subtle. Maybe, like, a subtle one under my eye or something. But, like, yeah. I'm gonna, I don't think I'm going to do anything too crazy. Um, If I was younger, I would... You know, I, <laughs> it's like, yeah, younger Sam fucking would have done I'm going to be hitting 30 soon. And like, I don't know. I, if, if I, like, if I feel the need to, if, if like the circumstances come up and like, I'm there and I'm like, oh, like, this is perfect. I want to do it. Yeah. Like for sure. But I'm not like thinking like, you know, I'm definitely going to do this. You know, I'm, I'm more True. concerned on finishing up my chest. My, like, I definitely want a neck tattoo. That's I can gonna, see you with the neck. Yeah. yeah I'm going to get a full on neck tattoo get all the chest and stomach covered i need a bunch of work rob was giving me shit about that the last time i saw him he's like you got <laughs> legs tatted up boy <laughs> yeah rob's covered too man yeah yeah he's got more tattoos than i do yeah he, i was surprised to see how covered he was too man i'm like fuck man i gotta, oh my God. I, I gotta catch I saw up an Instagram story from him uh like a couple weeks ago and he was getting his uh his his neck and chest done it's like a uh it's like a ufo uh alien type theme i love that dude it's sick yeah that's so sick bro yeah. yeah, yeah. the latest one I got is this, like, fucking bear on my arm. Nice. I got to finish it, though. It's not done. That's sick. All the way into my fucking pit, dude. And then speaking Ugh. of that idea you had, do you see this shit? That's a heart. An eye hey. in an hourglass, bro. There you go. That's, like, what you that's were talking about earlier. I was like, I got to mention that to that dude. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yours looks a lot more cooler, like, with the actual uh, real-looking heart. Mine was just, like, the base. <laughs> just, like, a, Day heart. a notebook heart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then Batchy's fucking Batchy's got a lot of. She, he goes uh, and sees his girl down in Plymouth. Yeah, He's I go dude. see Erica Generation One. I gotta take the fucking. He's got all Yeah, Plymouth, Mass. Yeah. I was living in Plymouth for a while. Yeah, she's right on. Uh, she's right on Quote Street. Okay. Do you know Jeff Bullock lived in uh, lives in Plymouth? Yeah, I, I bumped into him um, a couple months ago. Yeah, I see yeah. him. We skated down in Plymouth like two, three months ago or something like that. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff's the man. Actually, uh, his his little brother Max is uh, uh Max is. He goes. Sorry, go ahead. It was I do. Uh, I haven't seen him in a little bit, but yeah, he's he's uh he's big in there. Dude, he's the shit. Like yeah, I, I worked the at the posh wash with him. That's how I met him when I was like twenty one. Yeah, Max is good people. Yeah, they both are. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah. Man. Dude, Bat, show him what you got because you got all that American um tradition. I got like the uh, I go like all. So I got that. Yeah. And then I got the pen right there. And then I got uh this is gonna be <laughs> also dark as fuck in your room. Nice. That's sick. I love that one. I what I've been thinking about a lot lately, it's like that one's hard on. this is way down the line in the future. It probably won't ever happen, but I just keep thinking about blacking out at least one of my arms and then doing what? full on white ink, yeah. Yo. Oh, that would be kind of sick, actually. Fuck, that would be kind of dope. Yeah. Like, uh, I was thinking, like, for, like off the top of my head, like, uh, saving by subtract the black briar. Just black. <laughs> just get a bunch of thorns just going up my entire arm. Dude, that's like, the sickest oh, music video, by the way. 
I love that music. That is video. the sickest. And then they're putting like paint on your eyes and or whatever. Yeah, the fuck those that are the, is. the twins. Yeah, those are my homies, dude. Fucking sick, dude. Yeah, that I met them through um through like Instagram when I was mentioning how I started my modeling career. Like I met them on Instagram while I was doing that. I like you know at the time I was really into the um you know old like old school witchy like creepy drawings and they were like the best artists ever. That's sick. So I, I like met them through their art and like, you know, I have a bunch of their stuff in my room and stuff. And, um, and then, um, yeah. So, um, you know, we were just friends and stuff. And then I joined saving vice and on one of our, like we do a weekly band call. So like on every like Sunday, we're on a call for at least like two hours, just discussing everything. Oh, we shit. The next week and stuff. Yeah. We don't play. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so during one of these calls, we were talking about what we wanted for our album cover and, um, during the call, Tyler mentioned, she's like, well, I envision like, you know, two girls looking through like window, um, just like creepy vibes. And I was just like, I'm going to hit up the twins. And, uh, Yo. it, I didn't even tell the guys. And, um, I reached out to Julie and Joanna and, uh, they were, they were totally, uh, they were totally for it. So like three days later, they sent me the, what would end up being the album cover. And I was just like, Hey guys, check this out. Yeah. And, that's sick, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. so nasty. <clears throat> That's sick, bro. They actually recently dropped their own music project. They're uh, called the Satin Puppets, and uh, dude, they they dropped their first single, and uh, Alternative Press premiered it. Like, what? Really? Yo, that's big, bro. Yeah, yeah. Wow, big. shit. They got like two singles. They already have like almost twenty thousand monthly listeners. Like, they're killing. What the it. fuck? Damn, bro? dude. Yeah, they're awesome. They're like the most wholesome people ever, too. Like, they're wicked. That's sick. Uh, they're vegetarian, and like, they're just like. Yeah, vegan. I'm sorry. Um, so they're just wicked down to earth and like, you know, like they make the best food and stuff. They made us like tofu and like tea and stuff like that. They're awesome. Like, that's I fucking cool. The travel restrictions lay off because um, we'd love to go like visit them in California and just like hang out. Yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. That's so sick. No, we're definitely going to collab with them at some point. Like, the twins will definitely be in another Saving Vice song down the line. Yo, that's so sick, dude. I yeah. look forward to that that's shit, unreal. bro. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Damn, bro. Damn, you sound like you're doing really good, bro. I love seeing you smile, man. It's good to see. It's really, yeah, I, I love seeing people I used to like hang with, just people in general, but the boys and like, it's good to see, man. You seem really well, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm happy as fuck for you. I'm fucking, Thanks, I'm really, I'm, I appreciate you coming on and talking, dude. Like, no, I appreciate you guys having me for sure. This has been a Oh, hell yeah, man. It's fucking great. Um, so, uh, I'll drop the link where people can check out Break Loose, Saving Vice shit. Um, is there anything you want to like fucking end this on? Anything you want to talk about or like, you know, plug real quick? Yeah, yo, shout out to the boys in Saving Vice. Um, and uh, shout out to all the fans. And uh, like I was saying with, um, you know, anybody struggling with, um, you know, alcoholism, for instance, you know, it's, it's totally cool to talk to someone. AA meetings are everywhere. Um, you know, some people don't like them, but there are plenty of other ways you can go about, um, you know, finding a better path. And uh, I wish the best for all of you. And uh, thanks for listening. Damn. That oh, was yeah, well dude. said. We'll, that fucking, was dope. Uh, we'll fucking end it on that note, Sammy. It's, it's been a fucking beautiful night. That was, all, that was good, dude. Hell yeah, man. Especially. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck you. All right, Sam. Hell yeah. I'll, I'll let you go, bro. It was, it was great to talk, brother. All right, thanks for having us, guys. Hell yeah, buddy. All right, eyes up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah.
fucking love that dude. I fucking love that dude, man. I'm. Yeah, he's a good shit, man. Yeah. I had fun. Like, I even had fun to just, like, like it was more like you talking, but, like, yeah. I just had fun sitting listening to it because, yeah. like, you know, it was your boy. Yeah. It was exciting to go, like, back in time with him talking about some of the old friends and the things we used to do because, like, I haven't talked to this kid in a while, like, on social media a little bit here and there, but, like, getting to, like, talk Sit to down him. And- yeah, dude. Yeah, you start getting like I started rambling. I was like, "Oh, remember this? Remember that?" And it was like, "Oh shit, I forgot we're doing like an interview." But like, it was yeah. Who cares, man? Yeah, right. That was fucking fun, dude. Um, yeah, so man. People, go listen to Saving Vice. Um, go check them out on Hell all yeah. platforms: Instagram, Facebook, and uh, check out Break Loose Clothing on Instagram. Um, fucking definitely. I'm wearing the shirt right now. Great quality stuff. Great meaning behind it, and. Go support sure. these guys, man. They're 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 killer. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself, my man. That's right. Anything else you want to talk about, dude? Uh no, I don't know, man. I mean, just uh you know, be on the lookout for some big shit coming from the boys. Fuck yeah. Um hit us up, let us know what size, color, hoodie and t shirt you want. Um we haven't figured out how much that's going to cost yet, but we will. Um, kind of depends on what kind of what price she gives us. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, let's keep spreading the word and fucking take this podcast to the fucking moon, buddy. Love it, man. I love Hell it. Hell yeah! Let's end it there. Fuck yeah! Let's end it there. So we're gonna we're gonna fade out here, and I'm gonna play you a song by Saving Vice, and the song is called Nerve Damage. So fucking blast this one. Yeah, bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Touch the light.
fucking sick, huh? That was fucking sick. Fuck. Go listen to those dudes. Let's fucking go, bro. For real. Let's Hell fucking yeah. go. Sammy's our dude. Fucking love you, Sammy. Thanks, Fuck buddy. Yeah, buddy. So, one more uh, band that I wanted you guys to go listen to um, is a band called uh, Wasting Time. They, I think you, t- they're from Toronto. Um, and they gave me, I know they gave you this, but they definitely gave me a lot of um, Green Day vibes. Mm, definitely. For sure. Um, so yeah, go go check these guys out. Steve, you got the name of the song you're going to play? All right. Uh, yeah, the song is called Runaways. Yeah, dude. So definitely go check out Wasting Time. Uh, we're going to have them on sh- shortly at some point. Um, definitely go check those boys out. And last but not, and last but not least, uh, check out this artist we found, um, 27. And the song is called Damaged. And everybody, have a great night. Great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. 
goodbye.